Introduction Are you content right now? Are you able to be fully present and enjoy whatever it is that you are doing? We continuously try to navigate a world that is defined by polarized labels, good and bad, beautiful and ugly, having and not having. We have desires, and when we finally get what we want, we feel great. How long does that great feeling last, though? How did we feel before getting what we wanted? Our desires take us away from the world we live in, and when we finally achieve our goal, we generally don't enjoy it for long. Never content, we are always seeking. No matter how great we think something is, absolutely nothing will satiate us long term. Take lottery winners, for example. Many believe winning the lottery will be a life-changing event that will bring them long-term happiness. However, one study of the Dutch postcode lottery showed that lottery winners were not significantly happier after six months. An earlier study showed that, while the self-reported level of happiness for lottery winners was higher than control for how they currently, in general, felt, their self-reported level of happiness of how they had felt prior to winning was also higher than control. Further, the study showed that they took less pleasure in mundane activities when compared to control and to accident victims. It seemed they merely thought they were, and had been, happier. Some lottery winners over the long term even deeply regret ever winning. Marriage, the great union between two individuals, does not create a perpetual state of happiness. It likewise adheres to our tendency to adapt. Why do so many marriages fail? Why is the concept of a honeymoon used so often to describe the temporary increase in pleasure from a new condition? How is it even possible that making love, an act so special and sacred, can sometimes, for some, become so stale that different positions become necessary to continue enjoyment? We expect more, and when it doesn't come, we can feel unsatisfied or upset. We may try to lay blame on someone or try to fix our problems. However, these problems are inherently unavoidable and unfixable. The sweetness that comes from getting what we want fades with time. Our brain functions in such a way that, if we continue to want, we will continue to ride the roller coaster of life. This is inevitable. The tendency to quickly return to a baseline level of happiness, despite positive or negative events, is known as the hedonic treadmill. Why put so much effort and emotion into something that will get us nowhere? We often find ourselves wanting contradictory things. Not being able to do both, despite being impossible, causes great anxiety. It can even feel like hell. Escape seems hopeless, but only because we have been unaware of the only path to freedom. But life need not consist of such relentless pursuits. We need not experience the anxiety, frustration, and torment that we have forced upon ourselves in the past. Mediocrity is not what this book is about either. One may live life in such a way that every moment is happiness, such that, no matter the environment, you are constantly absorbed in bliss or peace. Many people are already living in this perpetual state, in which their daily, mundane pleasure has been rated higher than both sexual and drug-induced euphoria, described as a combination of intense, impersonal compassion, joy, and love, while also experiencing enhanced cognitive abilities. 
You need not bow down and be bound by the ever-ebbing currents of emotional conflict. You can transcend it, and that is what this book is about. The continual practice of self-inquiry, the main technique taught in this book, does not cause a decrease in dopamine, the body's chemical responsible for mediating the behavior of seeking. In fact, both dopamine and opioid levels increase. Opioids, such as endorphin, produce a feeling of euphoria. This makes self-inquiry a sustainable and pleasurable practice, a simple and direct way of getting off this roller coaster of inevitable unhappiness and into a place so sweet that no such attraction could ever seem appealing.